You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man joining me, as always, my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? Are you kidding me? It's Royal Rumble time, baby. Mm-hmm. It's time to recap this. You ready to go? Yes, sir. Let's do it. As WWE, WWE is now officially on the road to, to WrestleMania. WrestleMania in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> Technically Frisco, Texas, but we go to it because the Cowboys are playing there and whatever. Yeah. It's Frisco, <laughs> not Dallas. Anyways, so let's start it off. We had the opening match of Seth freaking Rollins taking on Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Are you excited for this? I'm excited for this one, brother. It was a good match. <clears throat> So the past isn't over for Roman Reigns as Seth Rollins used some crafty mind games to send the head of the table over the edge and force him into a uh, rage-filled loss in an extremely personal battle. Making his entrance through the crowd to the tune of the old shield music and wearing his old gear, Rollins got inside uh, Reigns' head to keep the head of the table off balance. The visionary took it to the champion early, planting Reigns through a announced table with a powerbomb old way of Reigns having to do it to all the others when he, they were I was surprised he could do that to Roman dude I was like what right with a partnership and rivalry that has spanned across the decade Reigns and Rollins knew each other's moves all too well as the two superstars absorbed countless devastating blows for near falls that left the universe uh, WWE universe stunned 
After Reigns countered a stomp by Rollins with a devastating spear, the visionary simply smiled and laughed at the champion while reaching out his fist in a supposed homage to their shield days. The axe set off Reigns, who picked up Rollins and locking in the guillotine, refusing to let go despite Rollins grabbing the bottom rope. Once the referee completed his five count, Reigns was disqualified. Not done there, Reigns took a pair of, broke a pair of chairs across the back of Rollins with countless menacing strikes, leaving him writhing in pain as Reigns walked away smiling. Hey, man. I think uh, it's a little redemption there, I think, for everything that Seth Rollins has done. Everybody yeah. wants to be like, oh, Roman Reigns, you're the bad guy. Oh, my God, you're the bad guy. No, no. If you remember history serves me correctly, Seth Rollins did that to him. And he was just getting back some redemption. You want to bring up the past? You want to <laughs> you want to do something like that? Yeah. You're going to get you're going to get got. Yeah, and he got got for sure. Uh Reigns was <laughs> more than willing to comply. Yeah. Uh, you could see it boiling, dude. He was not happy. Like, the commentary team thought, oh, Seth is in his head. No, no, <laughs> sir. No, you awoken the beast inside the head of the table. Yes. <laughs> so, so to speak, huh? Yeah, so to speak. <laughs> All right, next up was the Women's Royal Rumble. And we had a surprise entrant at number 28 making her way back. To the WWE after, what was it, three-year absence, I believe it was, in total? Yeah. Yeah. We had Ronda Rousey making her return. <clears throat> but she wasn't the only surprise as former Divas champion Melina entered the Royal Rumble as the second entrant, suffering quick, suffering quick elimination by the woman who opened the over-the-top rope battle, Sasha Banks. The boss tallied, more than, uh, tallied one more elimination in Kelly Kelly before being eliminated herself by Queen Zelina, who entered at number 7. As the ring began to fill up with superstars, Sonya Deville, number 11, decided to wait for a more ideal time to enter the fray, keeping her WWE official jacket on and, and joining the announce uh, team at ringside until she managed to jump in to eliminate Naomi's former partner, Cameron. Um, if you don't recall Cameron, she was the partner of Naomi when they were the Funkodactyls, when they had the Funkasaurus. Right. <laughs> Man, those were the days, brother. Those were the days. Yes, sir. Unfortunately, though, for DeVille, the glow entered seconds later at number 14. Naomi headed straight for DeVille and sent her to the floor with a kick to the face before DeVille reappeared later on in the match to pull Naomi off the apron and eliminate her. With the action becoming more chaotic, 2020, uh, 2021 Rumble uh, runner-up Rhea Ripley and SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair entered at 16 and 17, respectively to combine for five eliminations in quick succession. In a rumble that was already slated to feature legends and former champions, such as the Bella Twins, Lita, Michelle McCool, and Mickie James, the WWE Universe was treated to a shocking surprise appearances by Ivory, Alicia Fox, and Sarah Logan. Despite being uh, in every woman, despite it being every woman for herself, the Bellas joined forces to eliminate Fox, Logan, and Liv Morgan before Brie made the most of an open opportunity to turn on her sister and eliminate her. When Rousey would enter um, the ring, she made quick work of Nikki A.S.H. and Brie Bella. As the herd began to thin following the match's final entrant, Shayna Baszler, it came down to Baszler, Rousey, and Belair in the final four. 
The Queen came alive in the last moments of the grueling match, recording four of the final five eliminations until it came down to just her and Ronda Rousey. With a championship match at the showcase of Immortals on the line, an unintimidated Flair went right after Rousey, but the baddest woman on the planet caught Flair in the middle of a big boot, upending her to stand tall as the lone survivor. Crazy, dude. Yes, sir. Crazy, crazy to see Ronda Rousey back mm-hmm. and then win the Rumble, dude. Yeah. I was a little shocked she came back, especially the comment she had made recently between about the WWE Universe and how she feels about them. So Yeah, and she's made a couple slog comments about the WWE, too, which would, In general, make, yeah. would make you believe that she was never coming back. Right. So the fact that she's back is like a big shock to me. I know that much. Absolutely. It was definitely uh, interesting to say the least to see her back and going to be interesting to see how this plays out moving forward. Definitely. So Raw Women's Champ Becky Lynch took on Dewdrop for the uh, Raw Women's Championship. Becky Lynch ran into arguably her biggest challenge to date against Dewdrop. The imitating, imitating superstar stunned the champion with a powerful display but she lived up to her big-time Bex moniker by rising to the challenge and overcoming a rival to retain the Raw Women's Championship. Lynch attempted to grapple with Drew Dewdrop, but, unfit, but the unfaced challenger tossed the champion around the ring and forced Lynch to take a few moments outside the ropes to rethink her strategy. The man invaded Dewdrop's wrath, sending her flying into the steel steps and into the ring post to stun Dewdrop, but can only capitalize for a one-count. Enraged, Lynch pummeled Dewdrop and berated her for uh, to stay down, but it only appeared to bring Dew, uh, Dewdrop to life as she brutalized Lynch with a power slam and a, most, and a massive senton. After surviving Dewdrop's onslaught, Big Time Bex threw everything she could think of at Dewdrop to keep her down before climbing to the second rope to deliver a huge manhandle slam to finally secure that 1-2-3 and retain her championship. Yeah, I seriously, uh, I think we all knew that Becky was going to win this one. Mm-hmm. But this was a tall task for her, dude. Oh, and, yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, you can say what you want, but Dewdrop, she ain't nobody to mess with. And uh, it's kind of cool how they kind of thrust her into this match because it's not something we usually see. So. Right. Yeah, uh, so it's going to be interesting to see now who ends up being the challenge next for Becky Lynch moving forward. Definitely. I don't know who would who would challenge that. Well, there's the woman who just won the Rumble. <laughs> yeah. And I hear there's a legend still lurking out there to come t- try to take her on. Ooh, nice. Yep. Bobby Lashley would uh, take on WWE Champion Brock Lesnar next. <laughs> Bobby who? The new WWE Champion Bobby Lashley. That's who. Brock Lesnar will remember the Almighty's name and Roman Reigns' underhanded tactics after Lashley defeated the Beast in an earth-shattering collision years in the making. The two heavyweights slugged it out and knocked in a knockdown, drag-out fight nearly tore down the dome in St. Louis, Missouri. The two former college wrestling champions jockeyed for control, trading German suplexes in their opening moments until Lashley delivered two crushing spears back-to-back to push Lesnar outside the ring to catch his breath. The Almighty stayed on the offensive, attempting to drive Lesnar through the barricade, but the Beast wisely stepped, uh, sidestepped at the last second to send Lashley crashing through the Titan Timeskeeper area. After rolling Lashley back into the ring, Lesnar tossed Lashley across the ring with four straight suplexes, looking to finish it with an F5, but the Almighty would reverse it to sanction the Hurt Lock. 
Fading fast, the Beast rammed Lashley into the corner, sandwiching the referee before hitting him once again with an F5-ing Lashley. <clears throat> While well, F5-ing Lashley, sorry. With the referee down for the count, Roman Reigns snuck into the ring to spear Lesnar before turning its sights to Paul Heyman. The wise man then handled Reigns, handed Reigns the WWE Championship, which he used to smash across the head of Lesnar, allowing the Almighty to crawl on top for the cover as the new referee slid into the into the ring to get the count of one, two, three. Man, this match was crazy all the way to the very end of it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Roman got involved made it so much better. Right. I didn't want. I don't want to see Brock Lesnar as the WWE champion. But like we said, if that title is on him, we're not going to see the WWE title. All right. So. Yeah. So it's definitely going to be interesting, um, to say the least. It's, and I, you know, I mean, you can say what you want about how Bobby won, but he won. Yeah. I mean, Brock's done a lot of shady shit too in his career. So, uh-huh. it is what it is. So, to me, though, it's not like Lashley, like, had this, like, it's not like MVP interfered for him on his behalf. It was yeah. Roman. You know, it's one thing if it's MVP, you know, sneak shotting, yeah. you know, Lesnar or something like that, or distracting because he's going after Hammond, so Lesnar's like, what are you doing? And then Bobby Lashley comes up and puts him in the hurt locker or whatever, and then he taps out or fades out and passes out. But how about Paul Heyman? That was a shock. That that was that was like I did not what? see that coming. I mean, handing handing Roman the title. Yeah. And then he walked out with him after yep. that. As soon as it was done, he walked out with Roman. As yeah, headed, headed to the back. Pretty crazy. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure Heyman's got a lot of explaining to do <laughs> again. Oh, yeah. This is getting weird. I'm waiting for the ladder match for the Heyman's custody. <laughs> <laughs> and there's that, right? Let's just put him on a hook and hoist him up on a ladder match. First one to get the walrus down wins. <laughs> you can even have him holding the title belt, too. So you win his, <laughs> win his <laughs> advisory ship and the championship at the same time. He's just up there on the hook holding the title belt. So we're just like, this is bullshit. Yeah, it'd be hilarious. First one to pull down the wall just wins the title in its services. <laughs> that would be funny. Anyways, next up we had uh, the A-list taking on the grit list as Edge and Beth Phoenix took on the Miz and Maurice. The grit list. Isn't that what they called themselves? No, the the grit couple. Oh, that's right. The it couple versus the grit couple. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Anyways. So Maurice and Beth would uh, begin the match, uh, but Maurice would roll out of the ring and ran away from the Hall of Famer, tagging in the Miz to force a change. After Maurice helped her husband get the upper hand on Edge, the Miz continually taunted Beth, uh, Beth Phoenix on the apron as he picked apart the R-rated superstar with kicks. The Glamazon finally got her hands on Maurice, overpowering the former Divas champion and nearly earning the pin before Miz dove in to make the save, resulting in Phoenix picking up the A-lister and slamming him into the corner. With the ref trying to get the Miz out of the ring, Maurice smashed her purse across the back of Phoenix's head for a near fall. Yeah, which would look like it had a brick in it. Or something. Yeah. 
After slipping out of Maurice's grasp and tagging in Edge, Phoenix climbed back into the ring to powerbomb Miz before Edge came flying in with an elbow for a two count. Using some underhanded techniques, the It Couple divided and conquered with Maurice hitting a French kiss on the Glamazon and a Hurricanrana off the top rope on Edge. The Miz and Maurice went for a double skull-crushing finale, but Phoenix popped up to save Edge from was a spear to Maurice before joining her husband for a double spear to Miz and then in stereo clam slam to give the grit couple the victory. It was awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. Finally getting some redemption on the Miz and Maurice for all the crap they've had to put up with over the past month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was nice to finally see this culminate in a win for them. Absolutely. And, uh, hopefully we'll see a good match somewhere down the road with, with Edge again. Right, so be interesting to see who he ends up taking on at at Mania. Yes, sir. All right, next up we have the men's thirty-man Royal Rumble match. Let's see here. So we had a phenomenal start to the thirty-fifth men's Royal Rumble as two former globe-trotting superstars, AJ Styles and Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura, would kick off the match before being joined by the likes of Austin Theory and Robert Roode, both of whom were eventually eliminated by Styles for two of his six total eliminations of the night. With the ring filling up, Jackass Forever star Johnny Knoxville made his way into the match as the number nine entrant instantly taking down Sami Zayn, who was number eight, before challenging Styles, who responded with a Pele kick, leaving Knoxville down for a jaw-dropping splash from Montez Ford, who was in at number six. As Ridge Holland, who was number five in the match, went to dump Knoxville outside, Zayn stole his thunder with a super kick to make good on his promise of eliminating Knoxville. Shortly after that elimination, almost made his first ever appearance in the Royal Rumble to lay waste to everyone and eliminated Angelo Dawkins, who was in at 10, Ford, and Damian Priest, who came in at number seven, as Chad Gable, who came in at number 13, tried to rally the other superstars to eliminate the Giant. The play worked as the superstars joined forces to lift almost over the top ropes, with Styles delivering a final flying forearm to send almost packing. Amid the chaotic melee, the duo of Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss combined to eliminate four superstars, including Styles, until the reappearance of Drew McIntyre wiped a smile off their faces. The furious Scottish warrior quickly eliminated the happy pair, piling up the punishment by rolling out of the ring and smashing steel steps into the head of Happy Corbin in in retribution for the injury he caused weeks ago. With heavyweights McIntyre, Sheamus, who came in at 17, Kevin Owens at 22, Otis at 25, and Biggie at 26, trading blows, global music sensation Bad Bunny made a surprise appearance, the flying high and stunning the crowd before eliminating the Celtic Warrior and Dolph Ziggler, who was in at number 16. Bad Bunny was just the tip of the surprises, as he was followed by Shane McMahon, who quickly eliminated KO before Randy Orton arrived to uh, uh, raucous raucous applause by his hometown crowd. A reunited RK-Bro brought down the house, and the tide quickly changed as the Beast emerged as the last entrant. Clearing house with quick quick eliminations of Orton, Bad Bunny, Riddle, and McMahon until it came down to him and McIntyre, the same superstar who eliminated Lesnar from the 2020 Royal Rumble. After dodging a Claymore kick, Lesnar picked up McIntyre and promptly tossed him to the arena floor. After his controversial WWE match, it will be Lesnar now. 
who, who he chooses to challenge at WrestleMania. Yeah, I wonder who that might be. Gee. Mm, I wonder. Right? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm sorry, but this ruined the Royal Rumble for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's crap. It, it shows that it's rigged, and I don't like it at all. Well, not only that, then we had the controversial release of Shane McMahon by WWE when it found out that he was the producer of the Men's Royal Rumble. Um, and he made sure he was one of the later entrants, trying to make the show basically about himself. And then he was it was his idea to have Lesnar drop the title to Almighty and then come back in at 30 and be the winner. Yeah, so obviously there were other people out there too that was unhappy with this. Oh, a lot of people were unhappy. But, uh, especially when you hear about who was the potential winner going to be before. And who was it supposed to be? Um, there was, at the beginning of the week, it was pretty much determined that Riddle was going to be the winner. It did slightly turn to Orton possibly being the winner because it would have been in front of his hometown yeah. in St. Louis. Then it went back to, no, it should just be Riddle so we can move forward with Riddle until the day of when Shane McMahon decided to pull that power move. Uh, not good, dude. And, uh, so I think Riddle probably will end up winning some, some sort of tournament Mm -hmm. to face Bobby Lashley, you think? Something like that. Well, then it turned out that we were getting ready to set up the Elimination Chamber match, which is taking place in Saudi Arabia, Arabia, uh, I believe it's later this month. And Shane McMahon had actually entered himself into that match. And that pissed some other people off too. Which now also will feature Lesnar in that as well. Even though he's supposed to be picking a champion to face at WrestleMania. Just dumb. So now people are wondering if he might win that Elimination Chamber to bring back the title so he can do title versus title at Mania against Roman. And then unify the titles. I guess. I don't know. Or just prove who's the better champion. Yeah, which I thought we did this crap at Survivor Series, not right at WrestleMania's. <laughs> yeah, so this is just dumb, dude. Um, Absolutely. Not very happy about the way it ended. And as far as Shane McMahon goes, we know they just wrote him off TV. Yeah. That's exactly what they did with him. He does, he got his... Gets a slap on the wrist and told to go home for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, basically. But uh, as far as Lesnar goes, it's bullshit. Lesnar does not care about being a wrestler. No. He doesn't care about the fans. I don't care how baby face you make him. He is... Mm. Yeah. He's there because you're going to pay him a lot of money. That's it. He's a prize fighter. Yeah. As they call him, anyway. Right. You know, so, and it's going to be really dumb if you have him go out to Saudi Arabia, win that championship, and then, because he's not going to wrestle again until Mania. Yeah. That title will not be on on Raw all the way through Mania. Yeah. He might show up, what, maybe the two Mondays before WrestleMania, and that's right. it. But he won't fight. He won't yeah. fight nobody. Because he's going to be ready for Roman. Yep. So, I mean, I hope to God, it's either got to be Bobby or somebody else other than Lesnar. Yes. Wins that title at Elimination Chamber. Otherwise, you might as well just forget it. You might as well not even watch Monday Night Raw for almost any other purpose. If Lesnar wins the title at Elimination Chamber, mm-hmm. 
and then they push us all the way through to WrestleMania, and something big doesn't happen, I might have to write off WWE for a little while. I wouldn't blame you. Because I'm really getting tired of the story writing. I'm mm-hmm. getting tired of younger talent getting screwed over. Obviously, Riddle. Yeah. It's not right, dude. Yeah. This is bullcrap. Because the only thing you don't like about Riddle is he doesn't wear shoes. I, that's the only <laughs> thing. It just but the flip flops. The flip flops, bro. You're pretty sweet. Right. So. I don't know. That's the only thing that you don't really care for. It's like, it's just only, wear some freaking shoes. It's only because, like, you don't want to see somebody get hurt. And somebody just step on you wrong. And then you're just, you're done. We're also talking about a guy who's a former MMA fighter. And you have options not to wear sh- combat boots or fighting shoes. You can't wear shoes in the, in the octagon. So it is what it is. Uh, so that's what he's used to. He's used to not, he's used to fighting yeah. without shoes. So... I kind of see where he gets from. It's like I see it, but it's it, I don't know. At least he's not as bad as Rusev. When Rusev did it, it was like, dude, put some shoes on. Right, you have some nasty looking feet, bro. Yeah, <laughs> put some shoes on. Uh, so yeah, and then of course, if you haven't already heard, somebody's next at the elimination chamber <laughs> to take Can on Roman. We just freaking please just retire the old man. Just. Just get it over and done with. Just because we didn't get the Roman versus Goldberg match, now all of a sudden you're going to make him face Goldberg? And then what face Brock Lesnar at Man. WrestleMania? Yeah. It's so stupid. you got to have Roman do something at Saudi Arabia. Have him come out there and cut a promo. Call it good. All right, and then have a... Elimination style tournament for the number one contender. Yeah. Why is he always got to wrestle? And why is he always got to wrestle somebody that's because he wants to? Well, I guess then there's that. He actually wants to fight as a champion. Yeah. He's out to prove that he's not Brock Lesnar. Well, he's already proven that. Oh yeah, I know. He's, he's kept the title for how many days? He's gone over five hundred now, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh... It's just, it's just though, it's annoying as hell though. Just sit there, just keep trotting out. I kind of get it because we really haven't seen Goldberg. Goldberg has a contract where he shows up for the Saudi event, anyways. Yeah. So he's gonna show up for it. You might as well just challenge Roman because you don't have Roman really challenged by anybody. So you might as well at least let Roman get somewhat challenged because you. Have Roman running through everybody as it is. I'm sorry, but he's going to hurt Goldberg. He might. If he did what he did to John Cena. Well, he might. He's going to hurt Goldberg. That's going to be what it is. I mean, that's why I can't wait till WrestleMania next year to see what he does against The Rock. Are you going to hurt your cousin? Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) We're about to find out if blood is thicker than water. Right. (laughs) But, uh, so, definitely going to be interesting, um that aspect because they're not doing anything they won't even move Drew McIntyre up to face Roman yeah they have him feuding with stupid Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss what is that dumb dude they're not even getting Sheamus ready to try to face him why isn't Sheamus getting another shot yeah why isn't Cesaro instead of them feuding over and trying to see who's a better mentor to somebody 
That that rivalry's gone. It's over. We're done. We went past that. Once they became the bar, that rivalry should have stayed in the past. We don't need to rehash that rivalry. That rivalry's done. Yeah. We don't need to rehash. You you go to a bar, you get in a if fight. If you're going to rehash it, bring them back together. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But this stupid, oh, well, I've got my I've got my new guy, and he's better than you, crap. It's like, whatever, dude. All right. So that's where it's just ridiculous. So, yeah, so unfortunately, WWE's got weird creative writing. And I am getting to the point, though, where I don't even like talking about him anymore because it gets on my nerves. Yeah. Like, I literally just, like, the way they do the Peacock thing, too, pisses me off. Yeah. Uh, you can't watch the show unless you put it on. When it comes on, right. you can't start it like an hour later and start it from the beginning like you could on the WWE Network. Right. Um, or any other pay-per-view if you had it record, set it to record. Then you could do it that way. Yeah. Or on, or you did it on demand. Yeah. You let it start and then you go on to on demand and then you can just do it that way and get caught up. It's so stupid. So anyway, so yeah, they've, they've botched a lot of things lately. So, I don't know, man. I think that here soon we might have to, uh, if things keep going the way they are, I might have to shut it down on WWE Talk for a while because I get tired of it. No, I understand. I get tired of, uh, lis- you know, listening to all the drama and then the crap they did to Riddle is just, right. I don't care if you wrote Shane McMahon off TV. I don't care if you told him to take his ball and go home. You need to give that man a title run. Right. For that crap that he pulled. I think he's supposed to be in the Elimination Chamber, and that would be the smart thing to do. Is make At least make it where him and Bobby Lashley, if you're going to at least let Bobby Lashley still be the title holder going into WrestleMania, at least make Riddle and Bobby the last two. Yeah. That way you at least see Riddle as a legit threat to Bobby. Yeah. I mean, because we've all seen Riddle as this... Bro, hmm. but I mean, he's a badass fighter, dude. He is. And uh, if he's taken seriously, then you better watch out. All right. All right, man. So that will do it for us with uh, WWE Talk. We're going to be moving on. <laughs> we'll be back again with baseball basketball talk in the next few days. And, of course, we'll be bringing you NASCAR and football talk. Oh, yes. Looking forward to that one. Oh, yes. Preview to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. That's right. Looking forward to that. And then, of course, the following week after the Super Bowl, football talk will be not really over, but it will be the recap of the Super Bowl and what what goes on in the offseason. And then we'll just keep keep you guys up to date with Mm -hmm. what goes on in the offseason. Yep. Then then we're looking forward to the combine. Mm -hmm. We're looking forward to... You know, the draft, all of it, all of it's going to be fun. Free agency. Free agency, the draft. Um, um, and we'll probably check out USFL. We'll keep you up to date on some UFO, USFL. Yeah, we got to check it out, man. Mm-hmm. So we'll have that much more that much more for you uh, on this episode. So, And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports. Hey, everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. 
at TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalk with Cooper in Bigman. That's sportstalk, W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, Bigman, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.